I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One is Mark and John's the co-host. They're alive. They are not ghosts. It's Five Cold Screams. It's Five Cold Screams. It's a nightmare, not a dream. Five Cold Screams. It's Five Cold Screams. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I'm so excited for our delightful returning guest. Please let everyone know who's joining us. They're an actor, writer, comedian you've seen on Hacks and Play It by Ear on Dropout TV. And they're also the co-host of the podcast Drag Her and We Love Trash. It's Mono Agapian. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you, my gays? Good. Still gay. Still Hi, gay. gay. Hi, gay. Hello. I just long to throw a slice of pizza at your face, much like my gay idol, Katy Perry. <laughs> she d- what? did throw pizza at people at a gay club. It wasn't like this was like a <gasps> yeah. month what ago. Happened? What did they do to pizza. deserve it? No, you know, what's <laughs> weird was it was shown as a sign. It was like, a look, I ordered a big pizza and I'm going to throw slices at you. That's not how you distribute <laughs> pizza, Katie. You get a slice. You get a slice. She doesn't. Yeah, know. she does All the food is just brought she... to her. She just does it. <laughs> And look, she doesn't have a goddamn clue what's going on. And I mean, have you heard her most recent harsh. albums? Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Smile, no thanks. <laughs> Mostly blank stares. Oh, once it's really over, I guess it's really over. I hope so. Huh. Yeah. Interesting thought. <laughs> Wise words, Katy Perry. I saw her parents at Mendocino Farms. On you a, did. You know, How the Mendocino know? on Santa Monica Boulevard in La Brea, that mm. one by the Target. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because her parents, her, her, her father dresses head to toe in like true religion. Ew. And someone told me that's Katy Perry's father. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Ew. That's so <laughs> They're just like very ho- former Christians who are now very Hollywood. Ugh, I'd gotcha. rather my father be Chris Watts and he try to drown me in a drum of oil. Mm. I think that's most people's know. harsh <laughs> fashion critique. But... <laughs> No, I'm saying I'm serious. Chris Watts, which, by the way, did you guys hear Chris Watts had a gay lover, too? 
Wow. Do we know who Chris Watts is? You probably do. I do. I, I saw that document. The yeah, the what body documentary. Cam documentary. Is this? I forget what it's um, called. It's about a family annihilator. Yeah, he's just a horrible bad man. And but there's so much footage of his lies, which was is what makes it really captivating. Uh, his wife and two children disappeared, and then <laughs> it was so easy to prove he killed them all. Fun. Well, yeah, really fun. <laughs> I want to talk about dead children. Well, let me well, ask you this. I want to mm-hmm. ask you this, Mono. Yeah. This is our final five cold <gasps> screams of the year. Oh, my God. We're putting horror to bed after this. Mm-hmm. But I did want to ask you, could you date someone? And John, feel free to jump in on this. Okay. Could you date someone? Let's presume you're single. Imagine that. Presume you're single. Could you date someone who? No. Father is a serial killer. Whose father is a serial killer? Yeah, it's, my gut said yes. Absolutely, like, me too. I I think I would go with all. I mean, and again, I have to. Uh-huh. I got to meet them because I my gut says Obviously, great, yes, great empathy. Right, right. Great. Do empathy. we know this when before the first date? No. Let's say you had like a wonderful, like you've been together for like ninety a minutes over two? cocktail. Ninety minutes. Okay. No, ninety minutes over cocktails. Like, oh, I, you have really good <laughs> chemistry. You're hitting it off. It, they're funny. They ask you questions. They're very oh. nice to the wait staff. And then they bring up, oh, there's, I, there is something about me people seem to find interesting. Uh, <laughs> my father is, you know, the hillslide baby boomer. Uh huh. <laughs> huh. I mean, and we I went mean, kaboomer. <laughs> hillside baby kaboomer. He's blowing up all the nurseries on the hillsides. I mean, it would definitely give me pause. Sure. Because you think it's like, oh, it's like in the blood. Well, also, no, like, okay. what are the on, holidays going to be cases. like? Right. Yeah. What well, kind of series? They're in jail. Like? They're in prison. You'll never have to see them. So you, it's it's going to be all personality. You can tell pretty quickly yeah, with the schizophrenic like types. Yes, like that creepy little child. You can tell child. pretty quickly with the schizophrenic <laughs> okay, type. With the keep, okay, you know the creepy little ch- the Slender Man killers. Yeah, yes. that little child. If you if you're familiar with that, they were like, oh yeah, they were like, <laughs> we knew. They were like, we knew she just hadn't killed just, yet. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was going to happen. It just hadn't we knew. happened as far she was as like, we knew. Yeah, she didn't cry. She apparently one of their early memories was she watched Bambi and she was like unaffected by Bambi's mom dying. She was like, run, Bambi, your mom's dead. Get away. Save yourself. <laughs> well, it is um, a little cloying. You know what I mean? It's a little heavy handed. <laughs> sure. Not sure. the most subtle movie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would I think I would feel great empathy. I don't want to sound dramatic, but I would probably sympathize way too much be like well you go the uh, other direction you try i would just be him. like i feel like my parents are murderers um, i could be your father figure a yes. little george michael a little bit mm-hmm. i don't think it's a deal breaker at all like if you enjoy them and you're having a good time i don't think it's like oh crazy you I hope they the didn't have a traumatic don't right yeah well yeah well sometimes they're the most empathetic people people who have been through such distress absolutely yeah so yeah, I can't wait. Where is he? Where well, is it? Bachelor are number you one, dating two or three? someone, Mark? Is that what's happening? Is that what this was? <laughs> I'm dating Richard Ramirez Jr. Um, <laughs> cute, good oh, chemistry. Oh, All right. Well, uh, if the cocktails were delicious and he was charming and asked questions, then thank who you. That's all no. I need. God forbid you show oh, some curiosity God. about my life. Mm-hmm. Might I suggest Johnny Anthony, the crazy brother of Casey Anthony? <laughs> Uh, is that the Italy one? No, 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 no. She was the one who killed her kid. She like kept giving them like I think Florida. So she could go out and party. Oh, Zanny the nanny. 
Remember what that? was the name of the woman in who they thought in Italy who like um, killed her Michelle roommate? Michelle Knox. Knox. Amanda Knox. Amanda, Amanda Knox. Knox. There you go. I get her Sounds and like a Casey queen. Anthony confused. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Cox. Amanda Knox boots with. <laughs> All right. Nice. Okay. Knox okay. boots the house down. <laughs> well, speaking of being uh, tired Serial and beating killer? jokes into the ground, um, today <laughs> we're talking about Scream 2022. John, Ooh. what's the deal with Scream in parentheses 2022? 2022. Mark, let me tell you the deal with Scream, parenthetical, 2022. Mm. It was directed by Matt Bettinelli Olpin and Tyler Gillette, written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. Mm. It's Uh the fifth installment in the Scream film series. Though billed as a relaunch, it is actually a direct sequel to Scream 4 and is the first film in the series not to be directed by Wes Craven, who died in 2015. Mm. And it's 25 years after the original Woodsboro murders, and yet another ghost face appears and begins targeting a group of teenagers who are each somehow linked to the original killings. It stars Melissa Barrera, Mason Gooding, Mickey Madison, Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid, and Jasmine Savoy-Brown, along with returning actors Heather Matarazzo, Skeet Ulrich, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and of course, Ned Campbell. It was released on January 14th, 2022, and made $140 million off a budget of $24 million. Oh, wow. Uh, That's during Omicron. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, Aiden Jarrett of Screen Rant wrote, Though the franchise has always been a distinguished property with pure perfection, the recent return to Scream raises the bar for aspiring slashers, once again setting a standard for modern horror, just as it did 25 years ago. However, Jeanette Katsoulis of the New York Times criticized the film, stating, Wearingly repetitive and entirely fright-free, Scream teaches us mainly that planting Easter eggs is no substitute for seeding ideas. Mm-hmm. And the sixth film was greenlit and this, with the same creative team, including Courtney Cox. But on June 6th, Nev Campbell announced that she would not be reprising her role as Sydney for the sixth film, stating, I felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate to the value I have brought to the franchise. Work. But added, to my Scream fans, I love you. You've always been so incredibly supportive to me. I'm forever grateful to you and what this franchise has given me over the past 25 years. And that is the deal with Scream, parenthetical, 2022. So, Mono, we asked you to pick a movie, and you chose Scream... 2022 scream five scream yeah How's this scream <laughs> scream for five scream for five why scream v um i you know i enjoy all the screens and i really you covered you did the first scream you did the mm-hmm. first on this podcast mm-hmm. yeah i enjoy, well i don't let's not be crazy I, I don't i don't love three i don't love four but overall all in all that's still i'm still here for the whole legacy i'm here for the story i don't I really love it. I think it did so many things really, really wonderful. And I love that they were like fresh blood brought in that clearly had like a love for Scream and a really strong idea of where to take this. Because I felt like for the nine times out of 10, they did a really nice job bringing something fresh and new while bringing the, um, what, what, what's the word they use in the movie? What do they call it? A Legacy, requel? Requel. Legacy. requel. Oh, yeah. Like I thought the requel was pretty, pretty cool. Um, thesis statement for the movie <laughs> okay so you're uh, where how would you rank the screen films i think i rank them one two five four three interesting yeah okay. I, I i think three is just like too funny like okay i'm having I'm too good okay. of a time <laughs> <laughs> i don't want parker posey in my screen movie you Big. idiot you oh, want parker cool. posey in every movie Mono, no. you fool no. she's too funny in it 
She She's totally too, takes no. me out of it. Oh, okay. this movie was fine with Jay and Silent Bob, but now Parker Posey <laughs> shows up and it's goofy. Get out of here. I just, every time I see her on screen, I think, teacher's pet. Yes. yes. I want to be. That's all I can think of. So I'm like, I'm out of the movie. I'm gone. It's not her fault. You haven't gone deep into her filmography. <laughs> that's on you. That, that is your responsibility. Fine. That's just fine. my opinion. It is fine. That is fine. What about you, John? What do you think of Scream? The Scream? I think it is very good i agree like it's not bad but there's a part of me that feels a little bit like i think we need a new idea like it's so meta and it's so mm. just like referencing itself to me that sure. i didn't feel like emotional like i never felt scared part of it too uh, while re-watching it, i'd seen it when it first came out and enjoy mm. i enjoy it like i don't think it's bad but i felt so, so many of the the kills are during the day which i think sort of maybe works against it oh i like ways. that when that one when the sheriff like gets killed on, during the day i think that's creepier I thought that was like, quite oh it's clever. so normal okay i like that yeah but that's you know we yeah. can disagree obviously of course i mean we i do it all it, the it time like a lot <laughs> but i just like i never really felt scared and i never felt that i felt like the characters are more like ideas and concepts rather than like actual characters and i think it's just the first movie i think is a masterpiece. Like, I think the first yes. one's great. I love Scream 3. That's my second favorite one. Scream 2 and 4, uh, I don't really care about. I would probably put this one third, actually. Mm. I guess I just like odd numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay, wait. Talk to me why three, why, why 3 was pretty fun for you. I think part of what my love for 3 is, is that I watched it one summer with two friends of mine when I was, like, doing summer school. That were giving became, you like, BJs while you watched? That, yes, I got... Uh, <laughs> BJ's on one. It was like just it was just sort of like a circle jerk with movie. three people while watching a movie. Yeah. So, yeah. but like we just we quoted Parker Posey endlessly all mm. summer. So there's a way in which I have like a fondness for it that isn't the movie, but mm -hmm. my experience of watching it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Parker Posey's brilliant in it. I didn't mind at all, and I felt more genuine scares in that one than in this one. I would say. Mm. How about you, yeah. Mark? What do you bring into Scream? Five? Um, I don't know if five I cream. I prefer to call five it cream. five cream. Five okay. cream. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I've been scared in a Scream movie since like the very first one. Like just ever since even just that opening. I don't think they've really been scary, but they're always fun. And mm -hmm. I do think there's no such thing as a bad Scream movie. When I mm -hmm. first saw this one, I was like, "Oh, this is now my third favorite." If when I because if there's nothing uh -huh. we love doing more when discussing horror franchises than ranking them. Sure. Mm -hmm. So this was my, but watching it again, I was like, oh, it's not as, there's something, there's like a disconnect. Having, I think it's mostly like, oh, this really has nothing to do with like Sydney Prescott. Like her character has like no arc in this movie. There's really no, right. she is essentially just like oh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know what I mean? Except she doesn't right. die at the end. She's just there to su provide support, but she's not really emotionally <laughs> invested in anything what's happening. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. not really about her. The actor and the character. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which is why I'm not too mad that she's not going to be in the next one. Because watching this, I was like, I don't think we need them. I'd rather just like ditch it all completely. In some ways, I was almost more interested in Stab 8 than Scream yeah, okay. Like, Stab 8 seemed like a weird, wild, gonzo movie. Like, I mm -hmm. like when franchises do, like, here's one entry that doesn't make any sense. It's its right. own mm -hmm. thing. Like, the Amityville with the haunted clock. That right. kind of thing. The Halloween right. 3. Mm -hmm. Yes, like, I'm pro that a franchise taking some wild swings. And I do feel like this one just feels, like, so, like, safe. And it's like, it's the very truly safe. is the force yeah. away. But I think the kills Damn. are great. The gore mm -hmm. is great. I do think they got some very... The actors are all pretty much the new kids are great. It's you know, the, it all works. It's just I think we do miss that Wes Craven, Sidney Prescott, you know, centeredness of it. Although she, yeah. isn't like the fourth one. She doesn't like show up into the last half anyways. Like they barely. 
Yeah, the yeah. fourth one was supposed to be like a new trilogy that sort of rebooted. Right. It. I get it. It's it is such a tough thing because if it's if it's always Sydney Prescott, after a while you're like, girl, you're gonna be like she would have been insane. Like well, she here been we insane get after the first movie. Halloween like, ends, you know. Yeah. I mean that same thing. Laurie Strode and her have that unfortunate task of like, how do you keep heightening? This is it, motherfucker. <laughs> I know. Like, it's right. so hard to do. Well, it's one thing when it's Halloween, because that's Michael Myers, and it's the same killer. But the screen, the whole thing with Scream is like the only defining thread is Sydney, Because mm-hmm, Ghostface right. is different every year, you know, or every entry. Ooh, yeah. Right. Just, and the reason behind this one was still an obsession with the Sydney story. Right? Yeah, they of, all but, were like, yeah, they wanted to reboot or get them, like... Because they hated Stab 8. They hated the direction Stab 8 took, so they're <laughs> bringing it back home. Movie. making wow. boys. It is funny that movie aficionados has become... Right? Because 4 and 5 kind of focus on... It, 1 through 3 was family Toxic baggage. Fandom, yeah. Now 4 or 5 is we're well, movie. Four, isn't we're that her, movie nuts. It's Emma <laughs> Roberts. Isn't that her, like, niece or cousin or right, something? Right. She yeah. She's related to her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I think now my official my official scream ranking okay. goes one, two, four, three, five. That's crazy. And I would say <laughs> there's not a bad. And I still think there's. I don't think there's a bad one. Four I like because the violence is very over the top. Because mm-hmm. third is pretty muted post Columbine. Sure. Um, Interesting. I didn't realize that was yeah. a contributing factor. Okay. Columbine contributes to a lot of things. It sure does. Um, Change the game. Michael Moore. Um, <laughs> he's bowling for it. Bowling. He's bowling. I have a, okay. I have a lot. I have a lot to say. Let's One thing it. I want to say about Nev not being there for six, it could be a great opportunity. I wonder if the writers will lean into the whole like the she's not coming back you know the whole like she's not there to rescue you exactly like that's the new the trope or the rule break of like the final girl always comes back and it's like she's not coming back i think that That could could be be a a potentially good opportunity but who knows well it's going to be set in new york city (gasps) oh my god we're outside of woodsboro oh my god it's very stabby does manhattan i don't know about that (laughs) i mean we'll see i think these directors are getting uh, far away from the it's like, it almost sounds but like also, just do another movie. Yeah, like then no it. one will do that. No one. It's very few to get when you have the Scream franchise. You got to use it. Sure, but right. I'm also I'm for them. Yeah, do something different. Sure, why can't? Yeah, let's see what happens when we take it out of Woodsboro. Let's just see what can you do with mm-hmm. the Scream meta ness of it all. You know what I thought actually would have been a cool opportunity. This movie. I, I was surprised. I, okay. When the first kill, the lovely, what's her name? What's her name? Ortega? Jenna Ortega. Yeah, Jenna Ortega. Uh, she's incredible. Um, but when she doesn't get killed, I thought they were setting a precedent for that's the new rule. We don't kill you. We torture you and take you to the brink of death. I thought like sure. that could have been an exciting new game like, to play. She, like in she Scream. was in joke, like Ghostface's lair. Or like no, no, just like she, Ghostface we witnesses. You. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Ghostface, Ghostface. I mean, he's wearing a ghost face, so Ghostface terrorizes you and leaves you to the brink of death. And like, arguably, even more horrifying that you don't get the release of death. Hmm. I don't know. I just thought I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's the new rule. And then of course it wasn't. But <laughs> like Ghostface just like. Right. Beat you up now. He just like, like punches away. you. Do you like... remember how brutal that scene is with him and Jen Ortega? It's great, but I don't think they were trying not to kill. Her. I think they were definitely trying to kill uh-huh. her. Right. She just it, didn't die. 
I remember whatever I I'm over. I must've overthought it, but I remember there was something she said that I was like, Oh, cool. They're like, he's underlining that. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to basically make your life even worse by making you uh, regret every waking moment. <laughs> well, that's uh, fun. That's just, yeah, yeah I think that's fun. <laughs> Well, Mono, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have True. a complex and Byzantine scoring system <laughs> with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. Okay. And at one point, you are going to come up with a category and will be added, added to, to the, the wheel. Or, or you, you can, can choose a pre-existing pre category. category. Okay. Got it? So this is our current <laughs> top five horror movies. This is where our horror movies are stand ranking. With an 80.43%, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, this is <laughs> the top five. And then fourth place with an 84.20%, The Craft. And third place with 85.19%, The Lost Boys. And mm. second place with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. And number one gayest horror movie with a 92.99% is Bride of Frankenstein. And I should say we've done the other two screens the first Scream came in with a 53.32, and Scream 3 got a 64.97, and that is the power of Parker Posey. Yeah. Yes. So, Mono, if you had to guess now, how well do you think it's going to do? You know, <laughs> I don't think it's going to give any of the tops a run for its money. Okay. Um, at how best, about the other two Screams? The other, oh, the other, you mean like the first two? Yeah. Well, one and three. One and three. One and so. three. Uh, I mean, there is a queer, there's queerness in this. We have queer yeah, characters true, in this. True. They're out, but it, you don't, I don't know how gay it feels as a whole. Um, I'm gonna have to think about it. You let us know how <laughs> gay that hole feels. Um, and then oh, get back to please do. You love all feeling right. a gay hole. Uh, all right. So our first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between zero and a hundred. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So Mono, what would you give Scream on a scale of zero to a hundred in actual gay characters? Okay. All right. I'm gonna say 64 um, <laughs> because we have the queer girls and yeah. I think Skeet, I forget his name, Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis to me is like one of the great closeted characters of cinema history. Skeet Ulrich? <laughs> yes. They He's, have a real like that. Leopold and Lowell, like him, yeah, Billy sure. and Stu. Yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So Nev Campbell seems like, in, I bet in high school she dated a lot of guys who were not yet out of the closet. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. dated mm -hmm. Billy Loomis in high school. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying Nev Campbell as a person in her when she was in high school. I so you're counting that towards are, this movie? No, I was just saying like she has that energy. Of, I like, see. She like a high school she girl did who's theater. like dating a guy who was like, oh, he was <laughs> my boyfriends are so respectful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those poor girls. Uh, what about this kid Wes? That's uh Dylan Minetsk, the blonde. Oh yeah, I was lead. wondering he's, about he's gives me queer bi. energy. He's definitely yeah, 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 bi, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives me queer he's energy. Like, Maybe that's just wishful thinking on our part. Well, the fact that he's the shower girl kind of gives me that There's queer that. fantasy. He's being sexualized. He's like setting yeah. up dinner for him and his mom. Like it very, was very sort of psycho. Sushi, no Sushi. less. Yeah. One thing I really liked when the Rager Memorial is being broken, I think this character is gay. When the Rager Memorial is being broken up, you just hear someone 80 yard, uh, someone going, Buzzkill! <laughs> so there's at least one gay guy at, the, uh, at that the memorial. Party. Yeah. And spoiler, possibly the killer. The killer's Which, uh, motivations are still unclear. They were a couple. Sure. They kept calling each other baby. Mm, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it coming from him. <laughs> Oh, she said it, Jack Quaid. So, I know. I didn't. I don't. I don't. You I don't didn't know buy, if I buy it. anything coming from a Quaid's mouth. Um, wow. You'd buy all sorts of things from Dennis Quaid. Get out of here in his prime inner space, please. <laughs> I don't know. They're shifty. They're shifty types. 
that is Quaid. The Quaid's the most like uh, Randy Quaid is Randy is crazy. He's but enough Dennis for the whole Quaid. family. So here's the thing: I would not date Jack Quaid if I was a great date with him, and he's like, "Oh, it turns out my dad is Randy." Well, Quaid. I'm sure he's like, well, crying. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be at that Thanksgiving. I think not isn't his dad uh, Dennis Quaid? Maybe Jack Quaid is he so. like Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's? Sorry? I think so. That would make sense. That would make sense. That's he looks how like you... those motherfuckers, honestly. That's yeah. how you book parts. That's how you do it. Thank Be... you, nepotism. Nepotism. Hollywood, the only industry where nepotism is a problem. Um, <laughs> so what do we want to give uh, Scream and actual gay characters? 64 for me. You're sticking to 64. Yes. I feel yeah, good about that. That sounds pretty good, but I'll give it a 64. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, <laughs> but I'll, I'll give it a. I want to be unique, so I'll go sixty-four. <laughs> unique. Um, I'll give it a. I'll give it a. It's forty-five. It's really just that one girl, essentially. Unique. Okay. Unique. <laughs> Giving it a fifty-seven point sixty-seven, which is hey, get this, uh, thirty-one points higher than Blue Crush. Oh, All right. our next category, gay icons. How are we doing on gay icons? Ooh, we got Mancha. Nev and Courtney. At yeah, the Matarazzo. Heather Matarazzo, welcome to the dollhouse. This were honestly Mason Gooding, queer. I forget Mason in real life, Mason Gooding is queer and pan. Is he? Um, yeah, that's how he identifies. That's fun. Wow. Very fun. He's such a handsome bastard. Son of Cuba. Would you date someone who is the son of Cuba Gooding Jr.? I think I could. Sure. Yeah, I think that. I could. All right. Okay, wait, what was the question mark? Gay icons? Nev really does it for me. Um, I so do think Courtney... Jenna Ortega is like a screen oh, queen. I love her. her. She's like the new Wednesday Adams. You know, she was an ex mm-hmm. this year and That's Scream. Kind of wish she was the lead of the whole movie, frankly. Yeah. She's better than that other girl who's a little she rough, is. I thought, right? Ooh, yeah. She's better yeah, than yeah, the Melissa other Barrera, lead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go 75. I also think the franchise itself, there's something very gay about it. The Kevin Williamson of it. There's also Jasmine Savoy Brown, (laughs) who plays the young, who plays Mindy, who's also in Yellow Jackets. Okay. Uh So I think she is also, and she's also an out queer lady. So I think Mm. there's a, you know, another... Well, that's right. the nature of this ascending, casting, you know, an ascending sure. icon, ascending icons, mm-hmm. the new uh, talent showcase I'm producing in <laughs> North Hollywood. Um, <laughs> They're ascending literally on an escalator you stole from a Macy's, right? Yeah, I stole an escalator. They were abandoning yeah. it. It wasn't. So <laughs> yeah, I took it out a piece at a time. Took me three years. So, what do you want to give this for gay icons? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. I'm gonna say there's nothing that's like huge, huge to me. So I'll go. S- Not Nev Campbell. Yes, yeah, so, but outside or, of outside of Courtney Scream, Cox, what is she? Courtney what, Cox. Why like does that. she need to do anything else but scream? I was just saying, outside of this movie, what Party of Five. <laughs> sure, the Queen's Center love stage. Party of Five. Uh huh. I think I'll they do. One. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, I but I agree. Courtney Cox has some straightness to her. I mean, Cougar Town. Ugh, right. What could be straighter? <laughs> Yeah, then a bunch of wit ladies getting drunk in Kevin. Uh, yeah. The straightest show I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give it a 67. Give it an average. Oh, get this. 67.67, which is 3.34 points Ooh. higher than Back to the Beach. And then I had Annette Funicello wow. and Connie Francis or Stevens, one of them. I had a Connie, a notable Connie. Notable. Legendary notable. Connie. Uh, all right. Our next category, the queer gaze. 
Now, this means how much do you think the camera is uh, providing us some queer imagery? I mean, the most is that shower scene. That shower scene is pretty There great. was a lot of like, at first, it took a while before we got below the nipple. <laughs> John's on the yeah. watch. <laughs> I'm you on know, nipple watch. There's some intimacy between you got a queer flank. women. You got a brief flank. Sure. Um, you got there eventually, but it didn't feel like, definitely felt like two straight guys directing this scene. Sure. Huh. But just the fact that they put it in. So True. to speak, that's something was fun. <laughs> As it, were. it was. Um, there's also Mason Gooding. Is there's a hot sheriff in the hospital? I mean, oh yeah. David uh, Arquette Pet looks great. I was going to say sexy. David Arquette. He's back. Mm-hmm. He's back, baby. I'm saying he never left. Yeah. How about show me your eight inch freak? I'm, <gasps> <to David Arquette. laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna go a little higher than I thought. I'm gonna go seventy eight. Wow. I'm going to give it a, I don't think it's like all that queer. I'm going to have to go 58. 58. You have to. I have to. I can't help <laughs> it. Um, Yeah, it's definitely straight. I'll go 40. 48. Okay. Giving it an average okay. of 61.33, which is 20 points higher than the documentary The Queen. Oh, wow. <laughs> so there very you go. funny. All right. Our next one. Entrances with pizzazz. Oh, I mean, pretty, yeah, this is pretty much extreme. every ghost face tons. I mean, the, 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 I mean, jump scares are what, what's more of an yeah. entrance with pizzazz, <laughs> something with build up jump square. <laughs> probably, but um, uh, jump scares work too. Yeah. I especially I, love like Mikey at the end, Mikey Madison, when she's like half burned and just, Oh like, yeah, that one's that great. Was a great one. Oh wow. That's really funny. <laughs> and the other fun one in the hospital is like when they're about to, uh, when they're on the phone, what's her face? Sam is on the phone with ghost. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I'm just stalling for time. Fuck it. Elevator dings. And then there's Open, Dewey yeah. with the gun. Yeah. That's go. a classic. That's, entrance with, that's definitely possessed. Like, I mean, the first time audience. we see Gail, and Come on. Sydney. When you first see Sydney, you hear an angel choir on the score. <laughs> oh yeah, they love that. Um, I'm gonna go a hundred. I'm not gonna waste any 100. time. A hundred. Wow, that what? what right I, to the point. <laughs> yeah, this is a hundred. You're kidding. You got to be kidding me. I'll give it a ninety. Ninety. Uh, I'll go eighty-eight. Okay. I did like the knife going through Tara's hand in the opening. That was, that was an entrance with possess. Yeah, that was wild. And Scream's always good at just revealing the title itself of the movie. Oh, very good. Yeah, it's always a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gratifying end of a cold open. It sucks when yeah. you when it's something's the end of a cold open and you go, no, uh, no, that was not the that was not you what did not launched that landing. Exactly. I do like fours a lot because it goes on for eleven minutes of just like that is it's still genius. in a movie, in a movie, in a movie, in a movie. <laughs> that I think is that genius. One's a Hall of Mirrors aspect. That one's really fun. It's really fun. There's something about the scream that I like. One of the things, the connective threads between all, like, I like how slick it is. Like, the knife isn't just a shiny, it's like chrome. And like, every right. you brush it with cloth and it goes ching, you know what I mean? It yeah. makes a noise. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're so slick. And then I also like the through line of how no one like wants to dress up as. Like people want to dress up as Mike Myers and Freddy Krueger, but no one wants to dress up as like whoever the actual killer was in Scream Two. You know what I mean? You don't think people want to be Laurie Metcalf for Halloween? You know what I mean? Like, but you it's have not been like invited to the wrong Halloween party. But if you're like doing the number, if you like Google image search Halloween costumes, like that, the villains of Scream are always kind of disrespected at the end by Sydney. Like they call you get called fucking losers and like you piece of shit. Like I like that about the franchise that it doesn't like put like serial killers on a pedestal. You know. 
know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, or, fuck you, you losers. Like, in this one, they're like, no, these people are going to be not forgotten. Like rooting. It's not like you're how you're rooting. For yeah, Freddy right. Yeah. And I like that about Scream. Yeah, I like that, too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. There's the people like Ghostface, but Ghostface is uh, whatever like you want to con every woman, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's whatever you project on it. Exactly. All right, our next category, the Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much mm-hmm. anxiety do you think this movie would give Mike Pence? Mm-hmm. I think a lot. There's too many powerful women in this movie for him. Mm-hmm. And they talk about divorce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the queerness is just openly That's just, true. Uh, casual. A, casual. A queer character lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I think mean, he's fornicating. Come on. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Lady he Cop. Is, he probably doesn't like psychos. I don't think he enjoys meta. Like, I don't think he's a fan of like, I love I loved when they were talking about legacy sequels. I don't think it's <laughs> like something he's, he probably thinks Hollywood is stupid. He doesn't know the first thing. He doesn't know the first yeah. thing about legacy sequels. <laughs> <laughs> you boob. I guess because it's not like Caligula or Brokeback. I'm guessing like that's at a hundred for him. <laughs> sure. Sure. I would still go 83. 83. I'm going to go 88. 88. Mm, nice. This was not reviewed by Christian Spotlight on the movies. Usually my go-to source for Inside <laughs> Into the did Evangelical they, Mind. Did you the first one? Um, they haven't done... They did some sequels, but that's about it. Huh. But I'll give it an 85. Given an average of 85.33, which is 45 points higher than Funny Lady. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Our next category, you're probably going to make up a lot of points here. Hell on Heels. How are we doing for feisty ladies? Oh, come now. I mean, come Pretty on. constant. Gail Weathers. hundred. Alone. Yeah. hundred. Yeah, there are no real shrinking violets in this movie. I will give That's it. That's sort of a hallmark of Even Britain. that one yeah. annoying girl with the dyed hair, mm-hmm. with the yeah. ombre Kool-Aid hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go she 99. She's at least feisty in her obnoxiousness. Right. And anyone like even the one of the killers, I mean, she's so feisty being able to play the game of it's probably me. I'm probably the killer. You know, like that's feist. <laughs> the confidence, the confidence. Mm-hmm. Do you like playing, you know, that game we've played at Mono murder, like mafia slash werewolf. I do like it. Do you like being the murderer and having to lie about it? It it starts interesting and then it gets pretty stressful. It's and I'm usually yeah. stressful. I'm not as good of a liar as I would hope I would be. Um, I got some tells. <laughs> you just start. It would probably be funner to do it with a bunch of strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I played a similar really game. You, yeah, that's more like... fun than playing with your friends. <laughs> well, no, because your friends can do the tells. You know what I mean? <laughs> some people. Ha- I played a similar game like this with John Milheiser not a few days ago, and okay. playing with someone like him. You see how people who are character actors ah, really lean can disappear into the lie in a way that I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm so not you that lost. good. Oh, you're playing chess. Yes, I did lose. Okay, that's too <laughs> bad. Sorry, uh, Mono. What was your <laughs> score for Hell on Heels? Hundred, a hundred, and Mono. Uh, John gave it a ninety-nine. I'll give it a ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> Given an average of 98, which is the same score that All About Eve got. Mm, oh, go. all right. All right. Okay. Uh, mm. Maybe that'll be what Scream 5 is like set in the world of Broadway. It's, oh, they fun. say it's in New York. You mean Scream 6? Scream 6, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, God. 
curtain. Oh God! Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> um, all right. The last of the canon categories. Mono on a scale oh, zero to one hundred. How likely are you to recommend this movie to a gay person? I mean, come now. A hundred. hundred. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, you gotta watch the screams. But no, just this particular movie, though. Hundred. <laughs> all right. I mean, I really enjoy these movies. Me so. too. Sure. Yeah, I, I would absolutely say watch it. It's on damn Paramount Plus. Go watch it right now. <laughs> Stop watching Paw Patrol on Paramount Plus. And <laughs> right. Watching Screen. One of the rare gems on the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got to say 100. What are you thinking? I don't know. I feel like there's not that it doesn't feel essential gay to me. And if no one mm-hmm. had seen a Screen movie, I would say the first one. And then I would say the third one, especially as a gay person for Parker Posey. But this is good. So I will give it a 72. Mm. 72. I mean, I do recommend the entire franchise. I mean, it's insane mm. if you haven't seen the first one. This one does have the most gay people in it, mm-hmm. which is something. It mm-hmm. has Jenna Ortega, who's going to be a big star. Put a go all in on Jenna Ortega. <laughs> big. Invest in her stock now. She's going yeah. places. Um, but this was like, I think it really went down a peg in my rewatch. Wow. Uh, just the fact that it all feels ultimately kind of uh, shallow. Like there's not a lot of meat there, I feel like. Yeah. And we don't really need Cindy and Gail in it at all because they're not really given anything to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it feels more calculated. Um, so I'll give it a 85. <laughs> it's still, I feel that's still pretty. No, I can't. I got to go uh, 60. 60 is where wow, I'm at. Give it an average drop. You know, I'm listening to my heart. <laughs> Giving it an average of 77.33, which is, oh, uh, 20, 19 points lower than The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh, oh wow. All right. Now we are into the wheel category. Spinning wheel. Spinning These categories are categories previous guests, such as yourself, have brought in. We've put them all on this wheel, oh, which is an wow. app on my phone. <laughs> So I'm going to spin. We're going to spin it twice. Whatever categories randomly pop up, that's how we will judge the movie. And we also have a listener wheel. So we'll spin that once. And (sighs) listeners have submitted categories. We'll use that. And then you can either choose a category that already exists on the wheel, or you can pick a new category, which we will then add to the wheel. Make sense? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right, then. Here we go. (gasps) Oh, God. Don, you're really dazzled. Uh, I mean, I keep thanks to you guys. Yeah. You're really dazzled dazzled by wheels. I, I remember the time when you used to do all the questions. So yeah. this is new oh, yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, that took that was uh, not a good way to go. All right. So from the movie Boat Trip, Old Queens. That had Roger Moore in it. Does this have an old queen in it? Well, Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox. They're old queens. Green <laughs> queens. Old, 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 old screen queens. queens. Yeah. yeah, but there's no like but Leslie that, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> that's here. what this movie needed. It, yeah. it did. Truly. It wouldn't make it worse. That's for sure. If Leslie Jordan was just one of the like high schooler friends that they didn't explain. Oh, they, but he acted like he was in high school. Yeah, he had a backpack. Had. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get to six period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love. I that. would. That would also bump up. It's recommend to a gay person. Absolutely, gay me. icons, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. would bump it. Um, you gotta bump it. Mm-hmm. But old queens. I mean, just Courtney and Ed, but that's not exactly. Yeah, they're not even that old, right? 
For Scream Queens. Yeah. Well, no, Scream, for Scream Queens, they're not even that I old. I gotta say, Scream, I would say, look, Scream, it pays homage to horror movies and uh, horror movies or slashers pay homage to youth, the blood of youths. Yeah. So, like, there really isn't a lot of oldness here. Even our legacy mm-hmm. characters, not a lot of old queens. They're spending a lot of money on fake screams and, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, creams. They're, it's a cream. That's what, that's they're what taking Bernie Cox has done to her face. Just creams. I mean, Hey, they're... if she's happy, good for her. Oh, I think I she care. looks great. She I does. Mean, they look great. But they're, everyone here is more plucked than a chicken salad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be on HD, you better be. You 4K? Unforgiving. Forget about it. Or not okay <laughs> with these fours. <laughs> I'll say 10. Just 10. To... Yeah, I'm going to go eight. Eight. I'll go 15. Give me it an 11. All right, spin that wheel one more time, John. It's spinning. It's very exciting. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's so many wheels and chunks. A topping challenge. This is from Chipmunk Adventure, I believe. We're like, are people trying to outdo each other? Be like, no, I'm the better one. I do think, though, like the killers themselves are trying to top previous killers. That's true. They're trying to true. And trying to top the stab movies, you know, Mm -hmm. and everyone's trying to out top the like the the logic of like, you see, I knew you would do that, which is why (laughs) I did this. And therefore I was in the closet Mm -hmm. like that whole thing. And obviously, the way Dewey dies is an is an is a topping challenge, right? It's (laughs) absolutely it's been it's an honor. Right. I do think that part is very chilling. That part's good. Yeah, that was that probably the best kill. Effective. I think. Yeah, it was. But I think it's also because that's the character that we knew and we, we care we the most I mean. about. Yeah. Yeah. It is also just like a bummer when like at the end, like, oh, we're back at Billy Loomis's house again, like from the first movie. Right. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what are the I don't understand like. I guess I don't understand. I don't respond to nostalgia very much, I guess. So like, I'd rather see something new and different than just, yeah, I've seen a good movie, a slasher film set on this, set yeah. this house. Right. I yeah. don't need it again to like, remember? Mm-hmm. It's member berries, you know, from South It's Africa. member berries. And yeah, yeah. like it should be used with um, great restraint. In fact, <laughs> I feel like, hmm. Well, like to that point, let's talk about how, does that moment where they're like, we're in the house. Like, does that moment that moment it's, doesn't quite work. I guess because um, I was like, well, shouldn't we have known that earlier? <laughs> yeah, like that. That's, I think that's they what wanted it was. the reveal. Like no one else knew that. Like they're literally watching the movie in right, the living they room. They would have known. <laughs> that was, no one brought it up. Who, before. What, who threw the party? Like how was that? How did that? The, the brother and sister. No, because they're the niece and nephew of um, Randy. They're Randy's the niece, niece and, nephew, and nephew. And they so live they in the own house. The house. Now. The to buy the house, I guess it's their parents' house. Or like, yeah. But don't you think a... if that if Scream One happened, don't you think you'd be like, we should sell this house? Absolutely, you wouldn't yeah. move <laughs> into a house Not with so much trauma attached. Right. Yeah, but that house on that it's a beautiful home though. On that land, Rolling Hills, like it's a great home. It's a great it's home. A great but home. there, there is a the hole room. there where it's like people would know a cloud. Okay, wait. What was the question again? Okay, topping challenge. Topping challenge. Mm, I'm going to go 98. 98. Wow. <laughs> it's all topping. I mean, what is the this fact- a Treasure Island <laughs> media movie? Oh, my God. I, I feel prefer- like. <laughs> I prefer raw island media. Oh, um, I see. Tim okay. Tales. Tim. T- oh, I love Tim Tales. How insane. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's you know what I don't like? 
What? Fraternity X. That floor yeah. is disgusting. You can't pick up around here? Can you commit to the genre for one fucking second <laughs> and give me some tension? I think they think they're committing. I think they think they're committing like, to, like this is what a disgusting frat house looks like. Yeah. But, like I'm distracted by all the clutter. Yeah. Well, have you ever lived in a frat house? No, but I just don't like seeing a bunch of shit on the floor. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you think they're going for verisimilitude, John? In the fraternity <laughs> I'm sure some people appreciate it. Uh, I don't feel I feel like all the stuff we came up with was a bit of a stretch. I don't think this has like a classic topping challenge to me, but I'll give it a 35. 35. Mm. Yeah, Mono's crazy. I think we all agree on that. <laughs> I thought we just uh, brought up like 19 examples of out-topping <laughs> each other. They were soft. I feel like they're all pretty soft, though. Oh, Can't okay. top with those examples. Those limp dick reasons. Um, giving it a, I'll give it a 50. Give it an average of 61. Okay, so now we're on to the listener wheel. Not as many categories, but here we okay. go. I don't know why John likes to say there's not as many. Because it's not as He's, many slices. I guess, but it's still exciting. We appreciate all of them. Hot mess. Hot mess. Ooh. Let me, okay. This is comes from Cthulhu Kardashian. That's how they wanted to be yeah. credited. Can be used to evaluate a character situation or the whole damn movie itself. The hotter and messier, the gayer. Fair enough. Is, yeah. is there much hot mess, mess in this movie? I mean, Melissa Barrera's monologue, that's kind of like a hot mess monologue a bit. Which one? Mm-hmm. The one? I th- it's like in the first third of the movie. I want to say it's in the hospital. She's just like telling her like trauma story. Yeah, I'm trying to but think. Even that was like more like I see if I don't remember it. Of course, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm I am reaching. Yeah. To me, the messiest thing to me with many scream movies is the logic of why the killer did it. Like this sure. one, it, that to me, this is one a was bit like messy. written by I think. Oh, this is for people who like on the internet too much. Like not everyone's on Twitter, so I don't know if like toxic fandoms is like really something that resonates across with a lot of people because mm. it's already a niche within a niche. But the hot mess I was going to say is when Mindy is set on fire. She's yeah, a hot mess. True. That's a hot mess. Literally, that's a hot, mess. That's a hot Her mess. face is becoming a hot mess. Yeah. He's a hot mess. Hmm. I'd say okay. she's a big hot mess. Oh yeah, she's that character's wild. I mean, the whole also cut conversation in the basement of being like, "Don't you know the rules?" That's messy. <laughs> it's also so cavalier of like so many people have been murdered, and you're all just like chilling. But I guess that's how horror movies work. That yeah. that's a big blind. If everyone eye. stayed home, there'd be no movie. But right. I guess like in the other in, uh, installments, you do feel like, oh, these are like really friends, and like they really do like care about each other, and you don't quite get that from this one. They f- more True. feel like pieces on a chessboard. Yeah. Mm. And not quite, you don't get that like, oh, like Rose McGowan in the first one. You really get the sense that she is like Sydney's good friend, you know? Bam, Sydney, super bitch. I mean, that moment really, uh, (laughs) really helps land and ground their friendship. Brings a whole new dimension. Yeah, interesting. So what do we want to give um, Scream in a hot mess? 61 for me. 61. I'm going to go 51. 51. Why can't you two just get along? Um, I'll give it a 56. Give it an average of 56. I got to say, too, before we move on, because Scream is such an interesting genre of horror movie where, like, everyone is smarter than an average slasher. Yes. Which is why it's not as messy as a traditional slasher. Everyone, like, right. people are so articulate in a way that is, you know, very filmic. It's a part of the slickness, yeah. you know? It's so, yeah. Like, it goes down, so it's, like, even the dialogue is, like, yeah, like, in the original, especially. So it's got snap, crack, yeah, Pop. razzle dazzle, yeah, mm, you can zazz, 
Ooh, peas ass. All right, Mono, the time has come for you oh, to come God. up with it. You could either come up from a category or use a pre-existing one. Like you could uh, use breath acting, which came from Scream. Yes, yes. I want to do, I'm just going to say identity crisis. Oh, I like that. Just talk identity, that out a bit. Uh-huh. What do you mean? You know, it's something, I think that's one of the reasons I think we connect so hard with movies like this and definitely, you know, the Scream movie, the whole like, am I the killer? Are I my friends my friends? I this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> am I the killer? Is it me this whole time? <laughs> the audience? Yeah, obviously implicit? our lead is having a, a crisis of mental health. Yeah. Which I think sure. is something you feel as a queer person, right? Like the, right. when you're coming out, you're like, am I fucking crazy? We see mm-hmm. our jo- our father in our heads telling us what yes. not to do. Our bloody yeah. fathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> our goddamn bloody fathers it is. Yeah, so I think we connect with that. Yeah, we connect with that. Sure. So identity crisis is big, I think, in a lot of horror. And like, or it's yeah. like, even, well, if it, also, even if it's a motivator. Well, I also think like, who is the killer? This yeah. is a crisis. We need to know their identity. Mm-hmm. And couldn't you say the movie itself, someone has an identity crisis? Like, is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? That's what true. are we doing? Who are these new characters? Why is this happening? Exactly. Does the story need to be told? Right. Yeah, that's very interesting. It's also like, yeah, that is, it's also the nature of our lives being closeted versus being out, I think is very real to right. us. Who am I in this space? And then even once you're out, who are you within queer spaces? How do you? Oh, that's it, a right? whole new exactly. thing. A few weeks ago, though, I was very proud of myself. If I oh, could say yeah? that, Please, is that okay? On. You may. Let's, okay? Let's hear it. Let's I was talk. at a pool party, Mono. I believe it was your birthday party, and I got into a pool. Uh huh. And there were people in the pool I didn't really know, and I was able oh. to go in and talk. And they were like, "You hate people. sharing water with people." Well, I'm that. normally <laughs> just like, I don't know anybody in the pool, so I'm not going to go in. But this time, I as I've gotten older, I care less. Yeah, smart. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was great. I had some lovely chats. See, nothing like I get a pool that. chat with a stranger. Yeah, I hundred nice. percent get that. There's there's been some real hurdles I'm conquering as well in terms of just <laughs> letting yourself be your space, particularly in queer spaces. Yeah. Um, letting yourself be yourself and not giving a fuck where the chips fall. That's that's something you get to do as you right. as we age <laughs> as a, queers. It's an uh, evolution for all of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what do we want to give Scream an identity crisis, Mono? I mean, <laughs> I mean. I'm just going to say 100 because 100. That's, that's me. It's so sure, the sure. most identity crisis we've ever seen in a movie. Sorry, Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, like I was like, sorry, Memento. Remember that movie <laughs> Identity yeah, yeah. where every person was like a different like split personality? Like Remember that movie? Fun. Yeah. It wasn't. No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I will give it a 90. 90. John wants you to know you've been censured. I will give it... Um, <laughs> 70. Wow. Nice. An of 86.67. I am the most. It was a twist of my final diabolical act. All right. Now we are into the bonus category. Extra, extra. So these categories, as their name implies, are bonus. So we're going to rate them from zero to 10. And it's that percentage bonus points. Okay. Wow, that's wild. This is a Mario Party wackiness. (laughs) It really is. Oh, it's just getting started. All right. The first one, musical potential. Could you see a musical being made out of this particular Scream movie? Mm, (laughs) I was thinking, though. Oh, go ahead, John. I was just going to say, I was in a musical parody of the first Scream movie. (gasps) Oh, cool. But 
I don't know if this, I don't know. Would you do Scream 5 as a musical? I probably wouldn't. I mean, so it only came out nine months ago. Maybe right. a little soon. Mm-hmm. Well, you can, mm-hmm. you can make the musical whenever you want. It's not like you've got to wait I a was, few years before you make the musical. I was thinking it'd be fun to do like a, a musical set in the town of Woodsboro mm. itself. And I was thinking of like, oh, like, you know, the opening song to Beauty and the Beast Bell. Yeah. Mm. And I have a lyric. There goes oh, the baker it. with his red right hand. That's all I had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> One line and done. Mark Brown. But I thought it'd be fun. Just like, oh, it's funny. Like a musical's in this world of Woodsboro that's had so much like mass murder and like, you know, I love tabloid that. scandal. But I don't think this particular scream. No. Unless hey. they just conflate all of them and come up with a new scream story. But a let it go about your uh, twisted interior father personality finally getting sure. to break free. Yeah. A let it go. I mean, yeah, that'd be good. I'll use my <laughs> don't fuck with the daughter of a serial killer. Yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it a four. I, I, I could. It could be fun. I'll a give it a four. four. I think I'm giving I'll give it a one. I don't think one. John was yeah. in the ultimate scream musical <laughs> and will uh, musical sequels never do well. So <laughs> what if they brought back love never dies, John? Because that's the Phantom sequel, right? That is true. Oh. Yeah. So I almost feel like that's a no. And it's called it Scream Five. Mm. No, no, no. I just like now that Phantom is closed. Well, there goes the market for the first second one. Mm. Uh, there was no market for the second. I saw really? it. I was here in, in LA. It's not very good. <laughs> did they? It's... What did they drop on the audience? Nothing. Ugh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Mediocre lyrics. Um, I'll give it a poor value for their ticket price. <laughs> yeah. Sore messy butts. book. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a two. Give it an average of two point three three. All right, our next one: a queer menace. How are we doing on queer menaces? Hmm. This doesn't quite feel queer. The ghost face in this. There movie. is yeah. something about anyone who wants to take up the mantle of a movie-based killer feels something like anyone that into movies uh-huh. always comes off a little. There's a little bit of like. I feel like that's less than I think we have more representation within like uh, cinephiles than we do within the general population. Well, controversial opinion. Yeah. Every single scream killer is at on the at the very least questioning on the spectrum. They're questioning somewhere. a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sort of on <laughs> the dick or kill a bunch of people. Hmm. <laughs> they're on some sort of sexual spectrum. You can't convince me they're not all. Wasn't well, everybody in life? Is sure. on sex, some sort of sexual spectrum, spectrum. but sure. you think they're deeper towards the bi spectrum. Um, I just feel like so are you saying bisexual the... people are more likely to be homicidal killers? Yes, is that really probably. something you want to be saying, Mono? Well, put it on a t-shirt, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, blood. I think something about their bloodthirst is like it's like it's like, why are you so angry? You know, it's like because I was born this like, way. Exactly. Maybe like in their mania to kill, they're just willing to do anything and anyone. Mm. Ooh. Uh, okay, so wait, queer number. menace, queer menace, zero to ten, two, two. I'm gonna have to go one. Yeah, I also <laughs> will go one. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes sense. <laughs> Giving it a one point three three, tying it with funny lady. Oh. All right, our next one: character actress makes a big swing. <laughs> but I think Mickey Madison. She's pretty fun when her pleading. Yeah. I like when she's pleading. Like I was radicalized. All that yeah. stuff is really fun. <laughs> uh huh. Just and at the end, Michelle Barrera killing Richie. She's literally taking a big swing with the knife. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
pretty big. Jenna Ortega's great. Oh, she's wonderful. Right. I don't know if she's taking a big swing so here, good. but I mean, it's hard to be like, oh, a hurt, injured person and still like convey like strength. So hard. She's so, <laughs> oh my, and she's not even she's, that. It's not like it's like, but the character, like the character choices aren't like, whoa, you really went for broke and it could have failed, but it, you know, right. Mm, yeah, because, well, the only one I would almost give that to is the character who plays, which I hate this character, Randy's whoa. sister, the Randy's sister character. You know, she's like a Heather mom. Matazzaro. Heather Matazzaro. I don't like her in these movies. I, I, I don't think, think they she's quite talented. know what to do with her. Right. Yeah, I don't. But I, I'm always like, why is she? That's another reason why I don't like three. I'm like, she's her placement is so clumsy. In it this feels movie. like she probably had a lot of scenes that were then like cut. Yeah. 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 I'll give it a two. A two. I'm going to have to go one again. <sighs> Great. One again. <laughs> one Perfect. again. Perfect. I'll give it a, you know, I'll give it a three. <gasps> give it an average oh. of two. All right. Going to make okay. up a lot of points here. Macabre. How macabre is screwed? <laughs> Pretty dang lot of people die. Right. I mean, it's shy of something like audition in terms of macabre. But... You don't leave screen yeah. going like oh, that was heroin. It's not heroin. Yeah. You're going to sleep right. that night. Right. Unless you were uh, the lead's acting coach. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. God, I really fucked up. What happened? <laughs> I would just have to. I'd, I mean, I got to go nine because it, it is macabre. The, A lot of murder. Feeling mm. being willing to murder for fame or storytelling is pretty fucked up. <laughs> Seeing the ghost of your serial killer deadbeat dad. Sure, oh, that's sure, macabre. Yeah. Getting yeah. a call on a landline. Oh, oh my God. Getting both Courtney Cox and Nev getting stabbed. And then they're so patiently waiting care like that. That part always <laughs> I don't like that part where they're like, they've been very much injured and they're like, very like, whatever. They get over it pretty quick. Done yeah. That. yeah. I think while there is all the death, there's such a remove and there's such a meta-ness to this movie that it like prevent it's what really keeps it from being super creepy. But a lot of people die and it's fun. So I'll give it a seven. A lot of people die and it's fun. So what can you mm-hmm. do? Yeah. Um I too will give no, I'll give it a eight. There's something also macabre about like resuscitating a dead franchise. <laughs> but do you think it was dead? Like does Scream I know Scream 4 was supposed to be a trilogy and that sort of disappointed. But I mean, it hadn't been around. It's been like, what was it, like 10 years difference or something between four and five? Yeah, yeah I think that was 2011. So a little okay. over 10. There you go. I mean, there was the TV series in between. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People seem to like that. People seem to like it. All right. The last of the bonus categories, gay actors playing gay roles. <laughs> well, Jasmine <laughs> Savoy Brown is indeed a queer lady. There you, there you go. go. There we go. That and that's it. And that's, um, that's pretty much it. I wasn't able to look up the no named character that she makes out with. Okay, I mean, I'm just gonna go five. A five. <laughs> yeah, I'll go five as well. Yeah, I too will go five. Although, of all the gay roles, mm-hmm. they were 100% played by gay people. That's mm-hmm. true. But maybe there's just not enough gay roles. But there's just not a huge gay. And there's also a problem with horror. Horror is so straight. Or it's or it's like yeah, horror's based on the pop culture experience, or we should say like the high school experience. And the high school experience, as told via John Hughes, is a straight <laughs> white world. <laughs> yes. The jock, the nerd, 
all those characters are viewed through the <laughs> lens of whiteness, which of course then fucks the chances for there to be queer people or authentic people of color. Mono, you didn't see they, them that didn't <laughs> light up your feed when that was that you weren't just like, I can't wait to see this game changer of a movie. God, we're, aren't we cruel? We're gays. We're so bad <laughs> we're to our, our gay creators. Did you see yeah. they, them? I did not. It's deserving no. all of this. Of all okay. Scorn. Okay. Yeah. It stinks. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's too bad. It is, is too bad. bad. <laughs> uh, all right. Now we are into the iconic category. So these categories are wider, far, farther reaching, more large umbrella categories. So it's zero to 225. Mm. All right. The first one. <laughs> homoeroticism. How homoerotic is Scream? Uh, from zero to 225. Yes. Well, the lesbians make out for a bit. We have that shower yeah, scene. We got the shower is, scene. Uh, it was briefer this time than I remember Ooh. it being. Like it was shorter. You've really thought about that shower scene a lot, huh? <laughs> I just, it was like in my notes from like in my uh, letterbox review of the first, the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, I remember. Thank you for the shower scene. But then uh, seeing it now, I was like, oh, I'm not stoned this time watching it. Sure. <laughs> do it. didn't make as much. But it'll affect time. Yeah. It's it nice that, that that's our, that's the moment where we get that, you know, that's the flesh. Yeah. We don't really get it's that from flesh. the other. But it's just no. him. It's not like him and another dude. Right. True. There's also, you can see a guy pissing against a brick wall. Okay. okay. We don't need to know about your kinks, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't ask about Something. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go 110. 110. I'm going to go 84. 84. Uh, I'll go 105. Giving an average of 99.67. All right, next one. Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch this movie and come away with a whole book of ideas? I mean, the big thing is Ghostface, but it's not like unique. To this this Ghostface. Yeah. I think maybe the Burned Amber. Burned like Amber. To see. That would just be yeah, like a fun version of a reveal. You know what I mean? You start off. They setting yourself catch, on fire. Yeah. You know, you do that with cellophane or, you know, get something. I don't know. Fake it. And then uh, uh-huh. you're burned afterwards. Yeah. Okay. There's something there, but yeah, there's not like, I mean, we, of course there's something, I mean, okay, look, I would love to see a good spoken word lip sync where we get our, some Gail Weathers, but you're not going to choose it from this one. I'm going to take it from this movie. No, she doesn't say much at all. Am I ready? Never. For this? Never. <laughs> For this? Never. <laughs> I'm going to go 110. 110. I think there's not much here. I'm going to have to go 45. What about Gail's iconic blue sweater? <laughs> what did you huh? say, John? 95? I said 45. 45! Cruel. You thought there's more inspiration in Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm here for that. That monster's scary in the that trolls. movie. The yeah, trolls. That movie. That movie. I'll give it Drag Queen Inspiration. I'll give it a 85. Given an average of 80. All right, our next category, Queer 101. How much is this Scream movie an essential queer text? This one. This one specifically, yeah. I mean, I don't, well, I guess you could say like the original ones are because of like the Kevin Williamson involvement. But I think, I think that like because it's so pop culture obsessed and gay 
culture is pop culture obsessed. There's something there. There's some. But it's also there. like pop culture obsessed in a way that all pop culture is just obsessed with itself right now. And like how mm. how remember how we were really good 20 years ago? Let's keep doing that again. Like you get it with Ghostbusters. You know, you get it with even yeah. the Halloween and Star Wars and Marvel is all just like a snake eating. It's all an ad for itself now. Mm. So that doesn't feel like necessarily even distinct to this movie. Hmm. It's just a snake eating its own tail yeah. at this point. There's nothing like if I was teaching a, a queer cinema class, there would have to be like this had to be level 500 before we get to Scream 5. You know what sure. I mean? Like there's nothing. Sure. It's, it's not 101. But I would argue you want to see what people are doing now. Or like you, even as a, you want to see what people are doing when they try oh, so to you comment would sort of have on a pop class culture. You watch the first one and this one. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not going to say, I'm not saying cautionary tale, but it might be worth it to be like, and this is, you know, perhaps what, what are the pros and cons of commenting on pop culture to Ad the nauseam. nth degree? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 110. 110. <laughs> this I'm should gonna... be somewhat considered an essential gay text, says Mono. Yes. Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a 27. 27. <laughs> I'll give it a 12. Giving it a 49.67, which is one point higher than Funny Lady. Wow. Honestly, fair. <laughs> you could watch two of these in this span of Funny Lady. That's not, That's true, not true, but it feels true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> last of the iconic categories, Camp Factor. How campy is Scream? Mm. I thought the flashbacks with Skeet Ulrich were pretty campy. <laughs> Very campy. Also, flashbacks, but like the, the right, right. I don't right, know right, if they right, de-aged right. him or whatever, but it looks exactly the same. Like it's pretty incredible. Usually, I, this de-aging technology looks you can tell like it has like a CG sure. floaty face I think quality. It might have helped that it was like a sort of like a like a brain. Like it's not we're meant to believe like oh this is her memory or some sort of psychosis. Right. right. I think they also like. He didn't move much, which I think probably makes that de-aging technology less noticeable. Yeah. Like he was mostly like he wasn't like and he moving around. And he looks pretty damn good, too. Like, yeah, that's yeah that still helped. today. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He could still get it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'd shoot that skate. Oh, my God. Mm. I would. I look, I'll tell you what. I would take the skeet in my mouth and I wouldn't lose interest. I wouldn't really? lose interest. Wow. Yeah. I would keep, keep the momentum. Keep I promised. Before skeet and post skeet and go, I still like this. You can keep skeeting. <laughs> so then if you're dating someone who is the son of a serial killer, you'd be like, <laughs> let me see your dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, get to the dad. aren't we going to ask that anyways, <laughs> regardless yeah. of who it is? <laughs> so wait, what's what's the, what's the question? Camp factor? Camp factor. How campy <laughs> I got so excited by skeet skeeting on sure, me. Sure, sure. Pretty campy. It's not a John Waters film, but... Oh. Pretty campy. So I'll say 110. 110. <laughs> really Very political. I think this is more meta than campy. Mm, interesting. I will give it a 95. 95. All right. I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Here we go. Discussing elevated horror with a stranger. Unsettling text hmm. messages. Jack Quaid apparently went to a dorkable class before filming. A contemporary high school student referencing Edward Snowden. Not caring that much that your good friend almost died. Insisting someone else's sister is not cool. Wood paneling. Accidental use of an emoji. <laughs> Obi-Waning Dewey. Memorial 
Memorial Home Theaters, a blessed universe where Jamie Kennedy is dead. Who orders extra edamame? The same woman who has a periodic table of vegetables on her kitchen wall. A film score building up tension only for nothing to happen. Seen an actual celebrity couple that broke up in real life reunite in a movie where they have also broken up. Judging a reporter for doing her job. Getting a phone call from your ex-wife as you die. Helping a morning show host commit murder. The stab movies force us to imagine someone out there being a poor man's Jamie Kennedy. Being horrified to learn you're in an iconic house. And finally, a movie daring to tackle toxic fandom. Uh, I'll give it a hundred. <laughs> you named so many things. <laughs> Giving it an average of 101.67, which is Bitch, 70 points lower. You're a, part, you're a part of toxic fandom. You just proved <laughs> you're a part of it. <laughs> Never claimed I wasn't. <laughs> All right. Finally, we're into the crown jewel. These categories we don't rate. We just say yes or no. Mm-hmm. All right, this first one. This might be interesting. 50% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Scream have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? It does. She's not it like does. a huge character. I think she's in like three scenes. Like she's kind of barely in it. Right. But unlike but, it, no one's punished for being gay. Correct. So many things punish. If you're a gay, yeah. you're dead. Um, or maybe violently killed. Or just ignored. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or you don't exist. But in terms of like, I don't know. I do think, yes, she is presented positive, but like she's not in it that much either. You know, well, like she's these, not these, one of the leads. These characters are more like they just come out and be like, I'm this person. Like it does, they don't feel like characters mm. in this movie that much. They feel like screen written. Or just like, feel like this is my, <laughs> I'm this point of view. I am this point of view. Mm. You know, that's what it sort of felt like to me. I'm going to say no. I'm gonna what do you say? I'm still, I could see how it, I don't know. And she is like fucking cool. <laughs> you she know what I mean? She is fucking cool. She is really cool. I do like, I mean, 110. That's not how this works. <laughs> yes, or <no>. 110. <laughs> do you think this should get the bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality, Mona? I do. I really do. Like, come on. There's the gay characters. <laughs> they're there. They're just part of the texture. They're they do not get a asked. make out. Yeah, and they're not asked to like perform their gayness. They're just gay. They're just there. That's that's a revelation, especially for horror. Well, horror. Have you seen um, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker? No, I haven't. You gotta <laughs> watch like an eighties horror movie. But okay. there's a, the interesting thing. It does have like the PE coach in it is like a gay man. But mm-hmm. in the movie, yeah. the movie he's like never punished. He's like helpful. He's like cool. And, like huh. the movie like supports him and love. And it's a movie from like the mid eighties. Okay, check that out. It's on Shutter. Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Okay, Mono. Yeah, convince me. It's gonna get the bonus. <gasps> yes. Okay. <laughs> it gets it. Yes. Finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Stonewall. <laughs> this is not the movie Stonewall, so this we'll is not, not lose 50% of its points. Thank God, man. What a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> what a, what a, what a dangerous piece of film that actually should be stricken from the record. Well, we'll be talking about it in about <laughs> next year. Oh, so. All right. <laughs> all right, that's it. We're done. So oh. you never told us how well you thought it would do at the beginning, but now how do you think it's I refused. Compared? You refused. <laughs> you wanted to think about it a little more. So you but you seem preoccupied this whole time. You were probably thinking uh. about it. So how like now that we've been through it all, how do you think it does compared to the other screams? Huh. Okay. 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 I'm gonna say it's gay. Oh, God, this is hard. This is my same issue from earlier. 
Uh, I'm a, a, a middle of the pack. <laughs> okay, you think it'll be between Scream and Scream Three? Yeah. All right. So that's between a fifty-three point thirty-two for the original Scream and a sixty-four point ninety-seven for Scream Three. Well, I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible two thousand seven hundred forty-five point forty-nine points, Scream (parenthetical two thousand twenty-two) has scored one thousand eight hundred thirty-one point sixteen, giving it a percentage of. 66.70, making it the 67th gayest movie of all time. Not as gay as Hackers, but gayer than Meet Me in St. Louis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. So it'd be, it's, the, it's the gayest of the screen it's the so far that we've done. Scream, yeah. yeah, by wow. like two, one and a half percentage points. Yeah. So hey, that 50% that bonus. 50% bonus really did a lot. I was told we have emails to read. Oh, that's right. We've got some emails. Ooh. <laughs> okay we got a bunch of emails we got one from tommy schwafelder Schwan- excuse me tommy schwanfelder tommy's written a bunch of times tommy writes hello longtime listener several times caller tommy here i'm about a third of the way through the priscilla episode and loving every second of it i was introduced to this epic film when i was in high school after receiving a copy of it on vhs from my mom's then girlfriend now wife for Christmas. Oh, hello. Let's hear for that. I remember watching with my older sister and we loved it and both laughed so hard at the ping pong ball moment. Come on, Cynthia's expressions and those sound effects. Forget it. Agreeing with you 100% on the soundtrack is amazing. I bought the CD ASAP at my local record store. You made a joke about cramming it with more gay divas, but the $2 million budget might not allow for it. You even mentioned Bette Midler. Fun fact, she was a producer on the Broadway production in 2011. My husband and I saw it on one of our honeymoon shows and adored it. Can't wait to listen to the rest of the episode. Thank you for all of the, all you do and the smiles you bring. Wow, made episode nice. right in. <laughs> I, I got it. Right that's the victory. <laughs> that's a victory. What a fun, Absolutely. like, uh, gay honeymoon. Like, it sounds like yeah. they went and saw like a bunch of shows. They probably went to New York and saw a bunch of Broadway Oh, shows. New York. That that's sense. a good place to go if you want to yeah. see a bunch of shows. That's true. There's so many there. That uh, or Amsterdam. Sure. We got another email from John St. Dennis entitled Fall Motivar, and he says, CCC, absolutely do this. The question is, which films to do? Explicitly gay ones like Law of Desire or campy ones with divas like Women on the Verge? Probably a mix of both. And of course, All About My Mother, because All About Eve. This year and next year, thank you. You're welcome. Cheerios, John. We are doing next three episodes, two Patreon, Ooh. one main feed, are going to be Fall Motivar, and Fall they Motivar. haven't chosen. Which I just essentially chose one from 80s 90s or 80s yes you did 2000s because i did that so we're doing women on the verge mm-hmm. of a nervous breakdown all about my mother and then pain and desire pain no. and glory pain and glory <laughs> so <laughs> that's the one i haven't seen well, those are the three we're doing that kind of captures the breadth of his work ideally but yes. maybe we'll do another one next, year. next year there's plenty to choose returning. from you seen any almodovar movies mono um, I'm very embarrassed to say I saw one in college and I, I do not remember the name, but, um, <laughs> okay. I saw one in college, Was, uh, Antonio Banderas in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, so I, that's I, a big I, no. I need to, I need to, I've heard, I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've been reamed quite a few times. Excuse me? <laughs> For that? that, we're talking about movies. And right now, I would also like to share that I haven't seen any of the movies. <laughs> they stopped mid read to <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> well, Mono, such a treat. Thank you for oh, doing this and sticking around. Thank you for having me. 
uh, your third time here, I believe, at the very least. Oh my god, I'm part of uh, I'm part of the the the, the, the TriStar Club. Yeah. Can I? Is there a TriStar yeah, Club? Sure, with Pegasus oh. on them. Yeah, absolutely. yes. <laughs> is there anything you like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Oh, sure. I mean, look, just follow me at my name on the social media, Mono Agapian. Uh-huh. M-A-N-O-A-G-A-P-I-O-N. Um, just listen to my podcasts. Drag her. We love Very trash. Fun. And I'm concluding my definitive music video podcast with Oscar. Yes. Really? We're getting so close to the top 100 music videos of all time. I recommend it. It's very... It's music videos through podcast. our gay lens. You very guys fun. did REM, but didn't do Losing My Religion. Is that correct? Well, we've already covered Losing My God. Religion. God. Like, okay. And in fact, you'll be glad to know, it's, I think, like, between one and three of the best music videos of all time. I mean, that's Tarzan wow. for you, that director. You know, I mean, right. I just, that video gives me chills. It's a good one. Right? Yeah. Very <laughs> so- queer, too. Very queer. And you got Michael Stipe and Tarzan together. What could be queer? Come on. Um, thank you so much, Mono. Always Thanks. a delight. You can follow us at Two Old Queens on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Two Old Queens. Sure. Yeah. TWO Old Queens. You can follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, yeah, so you can email us at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. We love hearing from you, especially a mid-episode uh email. We, we love that. Love thank it. You. Love it. Love the passion. Sign up for the Patreon to get those two other Almond of our episodes. <laughs> we got some fun guests lined up for them. So I think yeah. you like them. Get all of our Patreon episodes, not just those two. Yes, Mon. We got Child's Play, Nightmare on oh. Elm Street, the entire franchises. Mm-hmm. More Christmas than you need. More Ooh. Christmas. Uh, we also have merch. If you go to Tee Public and search for Tool Queens, you can buy some stuff for yourself and your loved ones. And a percentage of all the profits goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying Ooh. merch. You are helping people out. And that's it. We'll see you next time for Fall Motivar kicks off. Exactly. (laughs) One series down and a new one begins. Uh, We'll see you next time, everybody. Stay safe. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. We didn't get that right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.